This is Iram. Welcome to the Good Life Kit. This podcast provides practical wisdom for every day so that you can be more open to life in all circumstances. Today we'll explore why negative emotions matter and what function they serve in our lives. Once you listen to this podcast, you'll better understand why it's wrong to stigmatize negative emotions altogether as bad or undesirable. By the end of this podcast, you'll also have a better idea about how you can use negative emotions to your advantage. Given all the chaos and turmoil that they create in our lives, it's worth asking if emotions actually serve any benefit. Indeed, we do not feel emotions just for the sake of feeling them. Although reason and emotion have long been regarded as opposing forces, emotions can in fact be considered an older form of reason that is established by biological evolution and that operate automatically without conscious thinking. Recent neuroscientific studies indeed show how emotions guide us to make rational choices under complex conditions when the outcomes of our actions and decisions are quite uncertain. Progress in emotion research also shows how emotions guide our judgments, evaluations and choices that we make, how we view the world, how we respond to events, our perceptions of risk, and our estimates of value, in other words, how desirable we consider something to be. In situations where it's not possible to undertake a more detailed cost-benefit analysis, emotions play an extremely important role in giving us guidance. Emotions provide rapid signals about our environment, about what is going around us. They help us make sense of our experiences. Based on how you feel, your mind quickly sorts out what is good and what is bad, and with minimal thinking, so that you can act fast. From an evolutionary perspective, a prompt response can be extremely important in a life-threatening situation. If a lion is chasing you, reaction time can be the difference between life and death. Although we tend to devalue negative emotions, negative emotions serve an important adaptive function. They alert us that something needs to change. They force us to evaluate our experiences and motivate us to take the necessary actions to improve our situation. Of course, if the experience of negative emotions are intense and enduring, we need to seek help. However, the occasional and inevitable experience of negative emotions should not be regarded as dysfunctional or not good for our mental health. Negative emotions give us guidance under the right circumstances. For instance, if you constantly feel sad and agitated about your relationship, pushing back or dismissing your emotions will only worsen the problem. Your emotions give you a cue that something requires your attention, that things are not working. Negative emotions are valuable and instructive in other ways as well. The experience of frustration, for example, lets you know that something is blocking your way and encourages you to find a way to remove the obstacles. Loneliness reminds you to make time for your friends and family. Jealousy lets you understand what you desire and not yet have. Guilt motivates you to repair the damage 
that you have done. If you are in a state of fear, this gives you a cue that something requires your immediate attention. Usually, fear produces withdrawal behaviors, which are characterized by a tendency to avoid the threat so that you can increase your level of safety. Such behavioral tendencies are preserved through evolution because they have proved advantageous to our survival. Likewise, positive emotions have an important survival value. When we are in a state of happiness, we produce approach behaviors. In general, positive emotions energizes us, fuels our enthusiasm, and gives us the motivation to reach our goals. They make us receptive to new opportunities. This way, in the long run, positive emotions help us build our resources and greater growth in our resources predict higher levels of flourishing. To meet the demands of the situation, emotions also tune the attentional system to focus either broadly or narrowly. Positive emotions broaden the focus of our attention, prompting us to think in more flexible and creative ways and thereby increase our problem-solving capacities. But there are always two sides to every story. Increased flexibility has also been associated with increased distractibility. But in general, experiencing positive emotions and being in a positive mood indicates to us that our situation is safe and familiar. Therefore, when we experience positive emotions, we process information in a more general and less detailed way. We tend to focus on the whole, the big picture. In contrast, experiencing negative emotions and being in a negative mood functions like an alarm signal, suggesting that the situation is unfamiliar and that we need to carefully monitor new information. Um, for this reason, negative emotions narrow our attentional focus and increase our alertness for threats and danger. When we experience negative emotions, we process information in a more detailed way. We show increased attention to new, external, and unfamiliar information. Since negative emotions promote a more attentive and detailed thinking, um, having a negative mood is particularly advantageous in situations that we need to monitor new information in a careful and detailed way. Overall, positive and negative emotions prepare us to respond to different types of situations and challenges. This is important because we are all tend to judge negative emotions as bad or undesirable. But negative emotions have their place in our lives. We have seen that negative emotions help us dig deeper into our problems, make us carefully process information and force us to find a solution as a means of improving the unpleasant emotional state. They overall motivate us to improve our life. Given this, I think we can use negative emotions to our benefit in two prominent ways. First, when a negative emotion arises in your life, it's worth asking what function could this emotion be serving? What is the emotion trying to tell me about what is important to me, how it can motivate me to improve my life. Don't panic if you don't have an immediate answer. 
um, that's totally understandable. You might need to do some soul searching. Furthermore, we have seen that emotions impact our perception and attention. In this regard, experiencing negative emotions can help us improve our performance on detail-oriented cognitive tasks. So, a lesson we can draw out from this is if you feel really happy and you need to sign a contract, be extra careful. You might not be in the best state of mind to analyze the conditions of uh, the contract in a detail-oriented way. Of course, if you are chronically depressed, this will impair your attention and memory as well. We are talking here about mild negative states, nothing dramatic. Just to give you an idea, we psychologists usually manipulate mood by having participants um, listen to either a happy or sad music or by asking them to describe either a happy or a sad memory. These are all more momentary affective states. Finally, as an added benefit, learning to cope with difficult emotions prepare us for hard times. Instead of being limited or afraid of difficulties, we gain confidence that we can cope with challenges when they arise. I hope all this information convinces you that there is a positive side to negative emotions. But so far, we only focused on the instrumental value um, of our emotions as we explored how emotions help us respond to important situations or challenges. However, can we also consider emotions as desirable in and of themselves? I mean, this is more of a philosophical question. We'll digress from our topic just a little bit. Um, but I think we can consider emotions as ends in themselves as well. I personally believe experiencing a range of emotions um, makes our lives richer. Isn't this one of the reasons why we go to movies, read a novel, or be moved by a painting? All forms of art, I think, provides a specific type of gratification that comes with experiencing a complex range of emotions. When we ask ourselves why we enjoy listening to a sad music or watching a tragic movie despite the sadness it induces, I think this is part of the answer. Of course, in art, we are able to keep negative emotions at some psychological distance, and this gives us a sense of personal safety. It's not the same as experiencing them in real life personally. But the enjoyment of negative emotions in art itself, I believe, is enough to show us that experiencing a broad range of emotions has, a, has some sort of an intrinsic value. It makes our lives richer. Going back to our main topic, uh, having explained the evolutionary function and benefits of negative emotions, I would like to talk just a little bit about the dark side of our emotions before wrapping it all up. Indisputably, negative emotions can sometimes make us miserable and consequently undermine our health. That's for sure, we've all been there. We all go through hard times. But we also differ in how we approach those negative experiences. How we relate to our experiences in return determine the impact negative emotions have on our lives. If you focus on the worst aspects of your situation and your thoughts are self-defeating, the chances are your attitude will make your problems appear bigger than they are, and this will drag you down 
into feeling worse and make you needlessly unhappy. I don't want to be at the mercy of my emotions. I want to use them, enjoy them, and dominate them. That's what Oscar Wilde once said. And I totally agree. We shouldn't necessarily fight or run away from our emotions. At the same time, we shouldn't feel powerless to control them. If the emotions we are feeling are not serving us well, we need to be in a position to take charge. But emotional strength is not about having zero negative emotions. It's about being able to manage our emotions wisely. And it's also about understanding the useful information that they have evolved to carry. If you feel like negative emotions are consuming you and making you feel stuck instead of alerting you that something needs to change and empower you to make that change, then you have to watch out how you approach negative experiences. In the next couple of podcasts, um, I'll explain what you can do to manage negative emotions better if they're not serving you well. Thanks for listening and hope to see you next time.